listening to Over the Oxa podcast with Tracy Cole for all things to do with the mind for equestrians. I want to talk today about something called the cause and effect equation. It's a really common concept to learn in NLP. It's not cause and effect as we normally think about it. Cause and effect being something happens and it causes something else. That's the usual way of thinking of cause and effect. More negative side of the equation, which is the effect side, things affect you. So you may wake up with a really positive, really good outlook of the day and then somebody says something or something happens in a negative sense and all of a sudden the whole day goes down the drain and you feel bad and you keep thinking about it and you don't snap out of it easily. Whereas somebody who is at cause will go through the same scenario, but their internal world, so their emotions and thoughts and beliefs and so on, are less perturbed by what's going on around them. I mean, this is the theory, obviously, you know, somebody at cause, if something incredibly negative happens, something very, very sad happens, they're obviously going to be affected by it. But what I'm talking about is almost the day-to-day occurrences, the day-to-day, the run-of-the-mill, what people say, how people look at you. You're less swayed by it because you kind of have your own internal monitor and your own internal way of doing things and you don't necessarily need those other things to happen you know, for something incredible to happen, something wonderful to happen, to make you feel good. So your inner world is created by you inside your head and it's, I wouldn't say fixed, that's the wrong term, but it's less manoeuvred by outside influences. Whereas the opposite is Obviously, that person's thoughts and beliefs and emotions completely at the mercy of outside events, whether that's people or things or horses or what's going on, they will be completely at the mercy of those things. So when you think about getting up in the morning, when you think about waking up, I know we're all supposed to have a wonderful morning routine, but probably like me, your morning routine is more get up, see to horses than doing any yoga or meditation. But the first thing that you think often lays a foundation for the day, because in that kind of half waking, half sleeping kind of mode, we're almost in that hypnotic daydreamy state it may only be for a few moments may only be for a few seconds but what you say to yourself then your unconscious mind usually believes and nobody wakes up and says today I'm going to be at the cause end of the cause and effect equation nobody says that And yet what you do say to yourself, what you think to yourself 
often paves the way for the rest of the day and does give a hint as to whether you're at the cause or effect side. So let me explain a little bit about the cause and effect equation. And you'll see that it's more like a spectrum to me than an equation. It's not one thing or another. So rather than seeing it like a seesaw, you're either up or you're down, then you see it more like a continuum. And at one end, you have people who are acting at effect. And at the other end, you have people who are acting at cause. So we'll start with the negative, which is the at effect, and end on a high, talking about people at cause. So when we think of it as a spectrum, then the people at effect, and you'll know these people, these are the people who play a blame game. So these people will always blame other people and things for everything that happens to them. And in fact, things do seem to happen to them rather a lot, rather than things being steered by them. And a person at effect will blame their horse, they'll blame their instructor or the vet or the physio or the weather. They'll blame anyone and anything, but they won't put any blame or consequence on themselves. So it's not in a good way. Sometimes outside influences do make a difference to us. For instance, you could be riding around and the heavens open and there's absolute downpour and it ruins your ride. Now, personally, I would put the blame on the weather if it was just one of those absolute cloudbursts. But I'm not talking about that so much. I'm talking about people who constantly blame. They are never in the wrong. Nothing is ever their fault. And they may feel kind of comfortable in their complaining. That it's their comfort zone, if you like. This is where they feel that it's safe and comfortable For instance, they may be the people on the yard that talk about the fact that they could have been something. You know, they could have been a professional show jumper or they could have won that competition or they could have done something with their horse. But there'll be other people, other sticking points, all kinds of things that have marred their way and it was never their fault. Never, ever. So they can always blame something or someone. And although that person is probably a real negative Nelly around the yard, and they may outwardly kind of look like that they're not necessarily unhappy or necessarily miserable. There is a kind of misery in what they're doing to themselves because they feel very, very stuck and they feel like they have no choice. They've got no choice in anything that they do because whatever is happening in their lives is happening to them. And they're like corks bobbing around on the sea. You know, if it's a lovely calm sea, 
then they're having quite a nice time of it. But if the waves are getting bigger and bigger, life's getting harder and harder for them. And so people like this take no responsibility for things that happen to them. They make the assumption that everything is caused by other people. And it's really kind of an unhappy side of the equation or the unhappy end of the spectrum because you really are dependent on other people and other things going to plan. You're not dependent on yourself. So if you have it's a good day, it's because people around you or events around you conspired to make it a good day. But you played no part in that. And that's how disempowering it is to be at effect. You have no say, you have no control over what's going on or about your own feelings or your own thoughts. So the way that I visualize somebody who is at effect is to think of them kind of dispensing with their own energy. So you think about energy and and here you can think about it kind of like a spiritual energy, but you can also just think about it as common or garden energy, the effort that you've got to put in. And I think about them just giving it away, you know, take my energy, make me fatigued here, hand it over to everybody else. And you can feel them losing that. And they're kind of giving everything away. They're giving up any power, any control, any drive, any influence to other things and other people. So it's incredibly disempowering. They've completely abdicated any responsibility whatsoever. So they they really do just have to wait for good things to happen, wait for people to be nice to them, because that's how their inner world begins to feel good. So you can see it's a powerless way to be. It's quite difficult. It's very stuck. You've got no choices. People in this side of the equation often complain a lot, but they are deeply unhappy. Now let's talk a bit more positively. Let's talk about being at cause, which is the absolute diametric opposite of being at effect. So it's nice and positive. Imagine a timeline. Imagine your life as a line and imagine that you're round about the middle and you're sitting in the present. The past side of your timeline, imagine everything that's ever happened to you, everything that you've done, everything that has been going on around you, every belief, every thought, imagine all of it, all of it brought you to this place. So your accomplishments, things you tried, things you succeeded at, things you didn't succeed at, all those things all added together brought you to where you are now. And going on from your now position, then into the future, 
all of those things, I want you to just imagine now that they are coming back to you. So things that might happen in the future, they are also having an influence on your position where you are now. So all the things that you're planning, the things that you would like to do, your goals, how you think about the future, think about them again like waves coming into the now and this brings you the combination of all those waves and ripples from the past and the combination of all the waves and ripples from the future brings you to where you are now. But you have ultimate power over this. You have ultimate power over which waves from the past influence you. Maybe you want to forget certain things or you don't want them included in how you are now. Well, that's your choice. And maybe again, things in the future, you're trying to make them better and better and better by setting up a great present time. And so those waves also are are your choice. They're designed by you and created by you. And this is what it feels like to be at cause. You are the kind of master controller, if you like. You feel so much more free when you're more at cause. And you also feel empowered. You've got that control. You design your own destiny. More than that as well, you're less at the whim of how other people respond to you or what other people say or events and things that are happening around you. You kind of maintain a steady course. You keep going with your own way of thinking and you're less influenced. So if things going on around you are disappointing or frustrating, you feel it. It's not that you've just become this automaton that doesn't feel, but that you are able to deal with it quickly. Now, it's really difficult to be 100% at cause 100% of the time. I don't think anybody does that. We're all human. But what we're trying to do is edge more over to the cause side than the effect side. And being at cause means that you cause things to happen. You're not sitting around waiting for things to happen or someone to do something. You're far less influenced by the outer world. You can maintain, as I say, that nice steady course, whereas someone at effect, well, they're kind of rudderless and they depend very much on a calm sea for them to feel good. When I first learned about this, when I very first came to do a little bit of NLP, I was kind of a bit blasé about it. I was like, yeah, 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 we all take responsibility. Yeah, that's great. If we take responsibility, we feel more in control. Yeah, that's obvious. But when you start to take this more on board and you really live it so that the outside doesn't influence the inside as much, that's when you really start to walk the walk and not just talk the talk. So how on earth 
do we move from this really nice theme, this really nice concept, into actually making it a reality? I think for me, the biggest thing is the awareness, the awareness that we're doing it, the awareness that we're blaming other people. And so it's kind of taking stock. It's reminding ourselves when we're complaining, what are we complaining about? And are we blaming others? Are we pushing our power away from ourselves, giving that power up to somebody else or something else? that then is in charge and then running the show. So the awareness for me is the biggest thing because once you catch yourself and you catch yourself complaining, you catch yourself blaming someone or something or your horse or your instructor and then you take that sharp intake of breath and you think, oh, I know what I've just done. Then that for me is the biggest one because catching yourself And then sort of redefining what you've just said to yourself is a huge step. And this cause and effect equation for me is one of those things where it's making that tiny change. Maybe it's a one, two, five percent change of your thinking that has these massive ripple effects, not only in your thinking, but how you act and how resilient you become as well. The second thing I find a little bit tricky sometimes, but it's it's quite hard hitting. And we've got to remember that people on the effect side of the equation, those people only ever get reasons and excuses, reasons and excuses why things don't work out for them. And people on the cause side of the equation get results. So we definitely want to be on the cause side. So this next step, no matter how tricky it is, is well worth the effort. And it's to just ask yourself two questions. The first question is, what's the purpose of my creation of this situation? So if we accept that everything that has happened to us has kind of culminated in this situation that we find ourselves in, you need to kind of step back and say, well, what was the purpose of creating that? And the second question, which leads on from that, is what can I learn from it? And when we learn something, we take a step forward and we let go of our attachment to the negative emotions and the negative beliefs that might come out of it otherwise. So we we avoid hanging on to negativity in some way. So it's incredibly powerful, even for such a small concept. I hope you've enjoyed this talk about cause and effect and the equation and so on. Let me know how you get on. Thanks ever so much for listening. Take care and I'll see you again very soon.